10 minutes after one. Welcome to Life Happens. Today is a Friday edition of Life Happens. I'm going to be with you until three. Thank you so much for being with us. So Linda Andeyende is an author of Wake Up Women and Dear Uncle L. And um, he's with us today. And we are going to be discussing all kinds of things. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Linda to introduce today's topic. Let me just welcome you first of all. Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you so much, Pimelo. How are you doing? I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm going to leave it to you to lead us on this one, Linda. So, <laughs> what, what are we discussing today? Well, today, for, for I, I think just for the, for the heck of it, mm-hmm. we're discussing the topic of helping your partner out mm-hmm. financially. Mm-hmm. You know, while they're down, when their life is low, mm-hmm. and what your expectations are, how you feel they should sort of react how they should be responding you know should things when things get better in their lives is there an expectation Mm -hmm. that this person must return the favor when they get back on their feet and is this an investment (laughs) (laughs) to to put it crudely in in your experience is that the crux of where a lot of relationships break down where there was this expectation although unspoken Look, I think there, there really are two ways to look at it. And I've, I've, I'd like to actually explore both sides mm. of the story, just mm. for a change. Because mm-hmm. we often only really hear one side of the story, mm. I think. And that is, you know, you hear somebody say, well, you know, I was there for this person. I, I, I looked after them. I, the I, bereaved I, one. The bereaved the, one. <laughs> the, the bereaved, yeah. The bereaved, <laughs> the complainant. Yes. <laughs> they, they're the person that will kind of speak up and say, never again. You'll never see me sort of helping a partner out financially because, you know, while they were broke, I looked after them. I took care of them. I, they never even felt that they were broke mm. because I was there for them. But then you hear from the other person, and this is the bit that I've always found quite interesting. You hear from the other person, and they say to you, I couldn't wait to get out of there. I couldn't wait to just get some money because this person really did treat me like a second-class citizen. Hmm. People mustn't think that just because they're spending money on you, 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 they're treating you well mm-hmm. because there are other ways to treat a, treat a person. Are you treating this person with dignity mm. while you are dating? Mm. Are you making them still feel, you know, you, you, you can't constantly be reminding them that you're spending money on them. You can't constantly be making them feel this, 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 this burden. And, and sometimes, Linda, it's, is it not true that it's not necessarily always directed at the person? So if, if you are the one who is now, I suppose, being taken care of, right? You are, you're down and out. Maybe you've lost a job or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And this individual walks around the house. Yes, maybe there are other people in the house, children and so on. Keep saying, you know, make sure you switch off all the lights because there's no money here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you know, there's a... a, 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 a Stop taking jokes. a bath, please. Yes. Just take a shower. Huh? And they, they make it seem like they're talking to the children. You yes. know, meanwhile... There, there were these jokes about breadwinners. <laughs> and and they ring so true. You know, that a breadwinner will kind of be telling you, Hi, man, 
why uh, Polonia by next day so quickly? That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, because you and and you're the one that's staying at home. You're the one that's at home and jobless. So meaning you're the one that's busy, sort of. Overeating. And, and, and can you imagine, Linda, someone saying to small children, why didn't you switch off the Giza? Knowing very well that the children can't reach the Giza to switch off. They can't even reach the Giza. <laughs> so clearly you're the problem. Yeah. You're the problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is quite a fascinating thing to watch. And, and you know, you kind of, you can almost see it in this person's thinking that I can't wait for the day I'm okay mm. so I can just get away from this situation. And so when the one that claims to be bereaved because they were the one who was spending the money, who was yeah. burdened financially, feels yeah. bereaved by the fact that this other one has suddenly found their voice and is leaving, right? H- yeah. How do we address that? that? You know what? I don't think you can even... Because nine times out of ten, you'll only be hearing their side of the story. Mm -hmm. And you won't get to hear how they were treating this person while the person was, 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 while they were looking after the person. But Linda, isn't there something to be said about financial pressure and burden on somebody that it may also take out the worst in a person? So this person, having had the load to carry, is yeah, feeling pressure yeah. and is not actually at their best and the worst of them comes out maybe unintentionally but yes the burden is a lot true no very true and i think that's a, that's a that's a fair comment mm. that's a very fair, fair fair sort of way to look at it as well mm. but but then equally we do have to understand that there's a big ego and a big um, blow to your self-esteem as a human being when you are dependent on somebody. Mm. Mm. I don't think by nature we, we, we enjoy being dependent. Mm. It really does suck because literally it means sometimes, just hypothetically, mm. uh, we've run out of food in the house or mm. we've run out of bread in the house and you don't even have that yeah. 15 rand to go buy a, lo- a loaf of yeah. bread and the person comes back and says, "How bread is finished? Bread is finished. <laughs> Stop the and you're like, you know, you last bought it two and a half weeks ago, right? How? How? <laughs> Bre- there's no bread here. There's no bread here. There's no bread. Like mm. how? Can let mm. You know how do you finish this bread so quickly? Yeah. It's been two weeks. Uh, you know the the reality is that there's uh, it is a bit hard. It is a bit difficult to 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 even make any kind of requests like oh uh, please could you come back with some bread <laughs> you know I, I can almost see it and and here's the reality I'm, I'm saying this probably from, from from a male perspective but I've had this conversation on, on on my social media and I've had ladies come back and and, and give me a, a similar feedback do you know what I mean where they say if you're dating somebody or if you're married to somebody and this person kind of keeps on reminding you of, mm. of, of how dependent you are on them financially. It, it's hard to, to, to stay and it's hard to want to reciprocate once things get better for you financially. Hmm. So when you are in that very difficult space, you know, for, for the couple, what, what's the kind of conversation they should be having? I think first and foremost, everybody should, 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 should be free to communicate their frustrations at the time. 
don't don't be forced to hold back or say nothing just because you're the one that's dependent. But similarly, don't be afraid to 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 voice your frustration as the provider, such as it is, to say, look, I I, I have to tell you this right now. I'm feeling under pressure. You know, all that you've just said right now that I'm I'm feeling the burden of having to carry us both. That's that's something that needs to be said, and it needs to be said. Not at a time when you're ready to blow, when, because when you're ready to explode, you'll say it a lot less sensitively than when you're just having a conversation, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a, a tough a calm, one. Yeah, you it's, have to sort of have it at a calm and rational time, it's a, not it's a when t- you're angry. I mean, it's a tough one because one would argue, so when is the right time? Because, you know, the other one can always say, when you're saying that to me, you're almost making it seem like I don't want to be out of the situation, like I have invited the situation. You you know how people who are on a knife's edge always overreact? Yeah. Right? True. So true. it's never going to be a good time because the other one feels like you're trying to send a message, you know, get up now already, do something, because their response can easily be, so so what what what, what is this about? You yeah. know, I didn't bring this to myself. I don't like it either. So when you're telling me you're feeling pressure, what do you what are you trying to say? <laughs> Let's pause it yeah, there. Let me go to Anonymous quickly, be, and then you sure. and then you respond. Anonymous, you're in East London. Hi. Yes. Good day, Pamela. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much just for coming through and speaking to you. Good day, FAFM listeners. Mm-hmm. I would like to share something very personal relating mm-hmm. to what you're speaking of. Um, Pumela, um, I came out of prison. I was in prison for quite a long, many years, mm-hmm. 11 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I dated this, this lady. Mm. Um, well, we dated from whilst I was still in prison. Oh, okay. So you were in, in prison already when you were dating? Yes. How, anonymous, how did no. you meet the lady? Um, through mutual contact. No, know, but like, contact. did you see each other? Yes, we did see each other. <laughs> so, another, I'm, I mean, look, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to be silly. But on a serious note, you, you met while you were in prison. Whilst I was still serving time. It's not somebody that you knew before you went to prison. No, 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 not at all. Oh my word! Not okay, at all. that's a, that's another book I want to write with you. Um, Pumela, look. When immediately when I when I um, I came out, it, I mean life had changed. I mean yes. most um, probably a decade of my life yes. was missing. Yes. And when I when I when I came out, everything had changed, mm-hmm. and um, I had to step up and man up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to um, try and get something just to keep afloat. Mm-hmm. By the way, the lady in question, she was well off, mm-hmm. and she was very supportive, very mm-hmm. very very supportive. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I was down and low looking and, and hustling for a job mm. sometimes being reminded of my past life making a quick buck but i held on to my decision that i'll never ever go back to a world of crime again. i understand yeah. now here's the thing yeah. Dr. Mello. um being supportive yes she did feel the burden she voiced it out many times mm-hmm. um even in between the lines to win maybe in passing yeah. or maybe just by commenting yeah and it hit me so hard you know every time she should make those silly comments she it, it was just heartbreaking but you know what? Because she stood by me all the time, every time, she used her last dime on me just for me to, to make a better life of myself and for us to as well. Um, I never left her. Um, things worked out fine for me. Um, I'm currently running my own business, having a huge turnover. And guess what? We married. We've got three kids today. Um, I'm taking well care of the family. I would never, ever, ever leave her because she stood by me through thick and thin. Mm. 
you know. Um, I think this is something positive that I need to share. Um, I mean, there are ups and downs in every relationship. And especially now, when money is so much of value in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. it, 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 it just dep- it depends on the both of you on how understanding and if you have common goals mm-hmm. that you're working towards. Because when I came out of prison, I told her that I need to have a company. I cannot work for government or municipalities because of my criminal record. Mm-hmm. And just assist me in registering and doing one, two, and three for me. And she done it. Although she complained, mm-hmm. although she would make those silly mistakes and comments, mm-hmm. I just swallowed everything and constantly reminded her, look, we are going places. Mm-hmm. Today, it is a multi-million run company that I'm working for, that, um, that I'm doing business for, mm-hmm. um, being the founder and director of, and she's here by my side. And sometimes I do remind her that, How? look, I know you are heavily burdened by me, oh. and you did not know where we were going. But just because I showed you the way and the vision and I sold you the dream and you bought it and today we are living the life. So what have you learned, Anonymous? Are you, uh, do you remind her that you are, you are the, the big bucks earner now? Well, um, not really as in reminding her. She sees it for herself. But I, I don't believe in reminding her because yep. I know it will bring back bad memories for her because I know she thinks of the time where she looked down on me but because I was the man and constantly reminded of the vision and the plan and today no, there's no need for me to remind her but just showing her that um, because you were there for me mm-hmm. and the love that I have for you has grown so much exponentially mm-hmm. I would never leave your side because I know where we met you we met where I was at my lowest and not that now I'm making um, a good buck then I should see someone beautiful or much more than you no um, it doesn't work like that for me as per se my standards don't allow but I love who she is and for accepting me for who I was back then and for spending every cent on me. Now it's for me to pay back and to raise the family as the way it's supposed to be. I, I wonder though, Anonymous, if if the language is paying her back. You get what I'm saying? Because just listening to you now, I wonder if in your actions with her, in your relationship with her, there isn't a sense of obligation. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And I would wish for you to be in a relationship because it's it's fruitful in in how you relate to one another, not because you feel the obligation. Pumela, mm-hmm. um, yes, I think I've passed the obligation phase. Okay. Um, um, and only now reality had kicked in for mm-hmm. me for the past um, couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been out since 20, uh, 2009 until mm-hmm. today, so mm-hmm. a good 10 years plus mm-hmm. now. Um, I've passed the obligation phase. Okay. Um, I, I loved her then. Mm-hmm. I love her now. And I'll continue to love her with or without the money that Eesh. I have. You understand? <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Ah, that's mm. beautiful. Thank you for your story. Thank well, you. Thank you so much for my love. Thank you. Emmanuel, you're calling from Cape Town. Hi. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. That. That man, that man that I've just given that story is a true man. Isn't that beautiful? It was, it was wonderful. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> yeah, that is the kind of man we need in, in South Africa, in the world. Mm. Anyway, thank you very much. You see, um, I believe that when we make marital vows for better, for worse, mm-hmm. I think we should live by it. It's just like uh, what politicians do not do or many of them what they do not do when they take oath when they want to go into a political office i promise to to serve the country with my life 
but they, they do the many of them do the reverse. You see, in marital issues, love should overrule, overrule. And if there is love, mm. it does not matter how much I spend for my wife, how much my wife spent for me. When we are in, in difficult times, that time should bring us closer. You see, just look at the story this, the, 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 my brother have just given now. That is a, 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 a befitting story, a true story of love. And this is what I am saying, that when there is love in a relationship, then there should be no need of counting, recalling, I spend money for you, I did this for you. Yes, we are humans, we can be under pressure, we are imperfect, we can say certain things, but, you know, at the end of the day, when there is true love, Pamela, true love, I mean, it should cover all other things. That's my, that's my own opinion. <laughs> so, so what's your story, where now, uh, Emmanuel? What's uh, uh, your story? Mamela, my own story now, I, I am still in the search field. I'm still, I'm still using my search engine. I've not got <laughs> I, I, I know you will go that way. I know you will go that way. I know you very well. Uh, but I, I'm still in the search engine. I, I hope to have somebody that, you know, will love me, will accept me, and I will love the person and accept the person you know, and then we shall live together through thin and thick. And that is the, the joy of, of a relationship. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks, man, Emmanuel. I appreciate it. Eh? Thank you. Okay, Velisa, you're calling from Etsolo in the Eastern Cape High. Uh, it's actually Velisani Pamela. Oh, I how beg you? your pardon, Velisani. Hi. I'm okay. How are you, Pamela? I'm well, thank you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased that you're talking about this, but I'll take it a bit off track. Yes, um, go ahead. This is a problem we have. The problem is that we always attach a person's value to money mm-hmm. in the sense that mm. in this day and age, we think that if a person has money, it means they're smart. It means we can listen to them more. So it's, it, 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 even in families and relationships, it's almost like it's money that gives the person a voice. So now you walk into a relationship and the other partner is, is struggling and the other one is working. So it's almost like they don't really have an opinion as to, how the money should be spent and all of that, and then you can't come. You just, you just, you just, you just overrule and you do everything, and then you complain that you're burdened and all of that, and they can't say anything. They don't have freedom basically because you're taking care of them. Hmm. So you get what I'm trying to say. So now, the problem is that you find that you're taking care of them because they don't have the freedom. They cannot voice out how they feel mm. about how you're treating mm. them. Mm. You can make a nasty remark. Mm. You can you can say something that yep. that that is not. That something that is hurtful yeah, to them yeah. and they can't voice out. Yeah. And then now you find that at the end of the day, you ex- it's almost like you were buying their loyalty. Mm. When they actually get to make their own choice Decisions, and decide yep. on what they want in mm. life, then it's going to seem as if, oh, then you hear all those stories yep. that, that Linda is talking about that. But I took care of her mm. and I did everything for her and then she still left me when she was well off. Like you said that you find that the person was saying, I couldn't wait to leave. Yeah, it's power dynamics. It's power, power dynamics. Yeah. Exactly. So now it becomes a problem. My, my, my view is always that you mustn't, money shouldn't be an issue whereby you find that if you have less money than me, then I have more of a say than you because I bring in the big bucks. Let's sit down and talk. Even if you're not working, we must be able to talk and say, listen, this is, this is, this is, where, my, this is where my energy ends. This is how far I can go in terms of finances. What do you think we should prioritize over everything that we have? For instance, when um, I got retrenched and I wasn't working for two years, mm. and thank God, 
my wife, there's never been a day where I felt like I was being disrespected or I was less of a man and she didn't respect me. She was transparent when it came to finances. I could advise, I could recommend, no, let's not do Let's rather do this. Were you, Vilsani, were you doing that? Did you have that before you were retrenched? In other words, were you in each other's finances before you hit a bump? Not, not, not so much because we had started off uh, at that time. Then I lost my job. Hang hang on a minute. Let me ask it in a different way. So you, you were, uh, you used to work and earned money, right? Yes. Were you transparent about your money? I don't think we're, I, I don't, in hindsight, I don't think we were that transparent. No, not of, we, I'm saying you. Were you yes, opening your books while you were the earner? I wouldn't say I was transparent. But yet there, there was an I expectation said, I, for her to open her books because now she was the earner. But now we're speaking in hindsight, that's the thing. So okay, okay. basically when, 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 when I was working, this is what I used to do before we hit that snack. Yeah. I used to say, okay, um, I gave her a certain amount of money out of my salary to say, I gave a general idea. This is how much I earned. Then I give her money. And if she's got a problem that exceeds that amount that I gave her, then I'll, I'll sort of add up and that's it. So, and I think at that time, it, 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 we were basically, we were not doing that bad in finances. So there was no pressure to actually, <clears throat> excuse me, to go into each other's finances. Everything was pretty much okay. So now mm-hmm. we're back in a situation whereby you find that I'm not working and mm-hmm. then we're depending on one salary. Yeah. And then, that communication and transparency gave, gave, it sort of created a platform where I'm able to also express myself to say, I am not really pleased with this. This is how I feel about this and transparency. And I felt that my voice is heard. It's not important that I'm working when I'm not working. This is our money as a, as a family unit. So we are both... What have you learned from this, Felicine? <clears throat> One thing that I've learned is communication. You must be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes. But you, you were not, not doing that before you were the one who lost the, earned yes. the money. Yes, I was not doing that. And it took, it took that for me to learn. It took her, selfness, her selflessness for me to learn. As much as she never complained about, as much as it never created a problem at the time, but it taught me a lesson to say, you must be, you must be, you must be more transparent. Uh, so so mm-hmm. let's say tomorrow you are the big earner. Yes. Are you going to go back to your ways of giving her an allowance and keeping yourself in, you know, the powerful position of not telling her what? Because this is the thing. It, yes. If transparency is so important for you right now, mm. because you have insight into what she's earning and yes. there is equality in that. Why yes. couldn't they be that in your position? Why will that happen with your books when you are now the earner? Definitely, because 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 I've, I've adopted a different philosophy when it comes to finances and marriage now that I'm older mm-hmm. and I know better. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, for instance, you have a vision for, for as, as a family, it's like you run marriage on a vision to say this is where we're going and we're all contributing towards that. So it's not a matter of who brings in what. Whatever we do must be for the benefit of what we want both as as a couple and where we're going in marriage, for instance. And then in a relationship, it must be a matter of I am going to assist you as much as I can because I love you and I want you to be okay. You don't owe me anything. I'm not buying your loyalty. It doesn't mean you shouldn't speak up when, when, when you want to say something. What, again, I'm asking you the question, what have you learned about your wife? Let's start there. What have you learned have about learned, your wife? I have learned that she can be selfless. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, that money doesn't make me a man to her. Hmm. Wow. Are you 
I mean, there's there's a lot here, you know, because there's, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot here. At the time, that's the that's the problem. There's a lot here. Hmm. The, uh, Linda, I, I, I'm loving that that last comment about hmm. money doesn't make me a man, because it's so contrary to a lot of what what we've been taught to believe and what we've been made to believe. There's even there's even a wedding song. This is the thing, Linda. And it's like, but, you know, but this is the thing, broke, Linda. You're not a man. But but this is the thing, Linda. You know, this is all in retrospect, right? Ovelisani yeah. used to think that his wife is only good enough to get an allowance too, like like he would do with a child. Give yeah. an allowance. She doesn't have the right to know what he earns. He keeps all the eggs on his basket and everything to his chest. And he's conducting this household as the man who is the one who's the emperor, who gives and, and, and the children must come and ask if they need more. Now, mm. he is in a lesser position. She's decided to open up everything. And from what I'm hearing him say, it's actually a bit of him wants that for him to feel like a man, right? I'm wondering if the tables were turned, would he be different? And I and I don't know because in the beginning no, 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 he didn't no, see no, the Pamela, need. No, Pamela, the tables have been turned, and I've done exactly the same thing. What I'm have you done? Very transparent. What have you done? I'm very transparent with finances. Uh, I, I know each and everything. She knows everything about my finances. Mm-hmm. And we sit down and we plan and we say, okay, from now on, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to achieve. And this is the, this is the role that you should play and all of that. We, we basically share responsibilities. We know what each other's limits and everything. Are. So, so what I'm you know? asking you is, yes. had you not been in a position where you are now, would you have known, would you have had the wisdom to do that? Would you have known that an allowance and giving her an allowance and not discussing open finances is the way to go? I wouldn't have known, I yeah. think so. I don't think, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would have known. But there's, but like there's, a, there's a lot to, 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 to delve in on mm-hmm. this issue. To say money doesn't make you a man in a relationship mm-hmm. and assisting someone doesn't buy their voice or their loyalty or everything. Mm-hmm. It, you must you must be able to help someone and still give them their freedom mm-hmm. to say when I'm wrong you must tell me when I've offended you you must be able to speak up. Wonderful lessons, wonderful yeah. lessons, Linda. That is brilliant. Yeah, I think. Um, look, I, I, I'm 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 very inclined to sort of understand where he's coming from because we in a in in, in a big way we're conditioned like this by society by whatever it is by 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 the thought process as we are growing up. To say, you know, a man must look after his family. A man must uh, give his his woman money. You know, you, but, you but, hear these things. <laughs> but Linda, let, let me just things. sorry, let me yeah. just interject a bit. Mm-hmm. And this sure. creates a problem because now we live in a different society where women have the money actually. Precisely. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people will say it's difficult to date a woman that is independent, of got money and success, that has her own money. We've been conditioned to think that. One thing that gives us power over women is having money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So now when she has the money, you've got nothing to offer her. You've got nothing to impress her with, you know. And then it creates a problem where where we say, no, once a woman has got everything, she becomes arrogant and, and all of that. Once you understand that being a man is not about money, you must have a lot to offer as a man in terms of educating yourself and attaining wisdom and being able to give direction and guide in life in general as a head. For 
Velisani, well, you know, thank you so much for your call. It's been so enlightening. There's so much there to take away from that. Thank you for your story. Yes, thank yes. you. Thank you very much. Um, I see your, your calls and I see all of your voice notes. Let me take a quick break and I'll be back with you again, Linda. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Hi, Pimelo. I mean, the point is so many people get into relationship with ulterior motives. Some want to use other people to ascend, some want to use them for their monies and to go to schools and to raise their own families uh, without, uh, you know, any good uh, intentions. So it's very difficult to get a, very, a person that is loyal that will be with uh, you for the rest of your life because, yeah, it's it's tough. I think it's something that uh, can only be done spiritually. There has to be a spiritual intervention for one to get uh, um, a life partner, to be honest with you. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Pamelo. It's very hard there. I'm listening. Uh, this is what I'm doing. You're speaking to Kenny, Pamelo. Uh, I earn, I have a business. Um, all of my money that I acquire through my business, I put it into my wife's bank account. And whenever we need to do something, we, we, we do it together. We, we know how much we have. It's in an account. And I, I, I show her in my account that I don't have money or else I do have money. Uh, I mean, we, we sleep peacefully. Thank you, Pamela. Afternoon, Pamela. It all depends how you have met. My woman has got more money, highly educated, got properties in Europe, in South Africa and elsewhere, and I don't have anything. But we are very much in love with each other. When we met, we shared simple things. We shared bananas, we shared apples, we shared oranges together. You know, those very simple things. Even right now, when she's very much wealthy, you know, we, we don't even see it. You know, I, I don't even see that, that there's wealth in between. I've got nothing, she has got more, but we are in love. Thank you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't complain at all. You know what I call that? I call that motivation. Because uh, we, 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 we as guys, we tend to relax and then forget about the responsibility. And yeah, we can chow the bread. Ne? So when... Uh, the madams is like, Brotbu so it's motivation to say, hey, wake up, go look for a job. I take it as motivation. I don't feel bad about it because uh, we uh, came through uh, for a very long time, 15 years, Mark from Pretoria. <laughs> You know what? I love you guys. Eh? I really, really, I mean, this is such an interesting conversation. But where are the women? Come on now. Where are the women's voices? So, um, <laughs> Linda Andeyende is my guest. He's an author of a book called Wake Up Women and uh, another one called Dear Uncle L. So, Linda, I just want to pick up on that voice note that came through saying, you yeah. know, it's tough out there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, people have ulterior motives. And then I, I want to ask the question, and, and this person was saying, you know, we need to have spiritual intervention. How would you know? How would you know? Sometimes the ego stands in the way. How would you know if you are wealthy? And I genuinely, genuinely feel that you are my partner. 
and your ego has told you that your acquisitions are what attracts people to you, both sides, men or women, right? Yeah. How will you know, even when the right person comes, you're always going to be sitting with that ego of, I have, therefore they come here looking for. I think that is a bigger problem for people who put their wealth ahead of their character. Yes, yes. If, you know the kind of person that you will know drives a specific brand of car within five minutes of meeting him? Mm, because they want to tell you. Yeah, they mm. want to tell you, they want to put the keys on the table so you see what car he's driving. Mm. You see, already there's a problem there because then that sort of thing will backfire on yes. him. Yes, yeah. This person works hard to make you like them for their wealth mm. and then complains that you like That's them for their wealth. It. That's exactly the question because for me, people who always go around saying people want this from me have to start checking themselves because if that's what you're projecting my brother or my sister then no wonder you have the people who come to you who are attracted to you are attracted to that which you project absolutely so therein lies the problem mm -hmm. um you know if but uh, in a similar vein people like that tend to work more on their on their wealth acquisition than mm. they do on their character mm. than on being interesting mm. than on being a nice person to be around i, I think in, in to a large extent being broke humbles you and teaches you to 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 to, to work on your character mm -hmm. you sit there and say you know what I have nothing else to offer. The least I could do is just try and be a nice person. The least I can do is, is learn some jokes so I can be interesting, <laughs> read a couple of funny books, you know, whatever the case might be. Yeah. I think, the, 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 you know, it is a balance, though, mm. because we can't then also assume that people who have lots of money are uninteresting. Yeah. You can't assume yeah. that people who have lots of money are... Because then there really truly is a flip side to it where... There are people who are genuinely balanced human beings. But but generally, I find people who are balanced don't ever have that problem. They, they, they don't see themselves as money magnets. It's those who project that, who will always complain about people are after my money. But that's what you wanted. This is true. Right? This Let, is true. Let's take a few voice notes and then I'll be back with more. All right. Hi, Tumelo uh, and listeners. A relationship has got its own basic problems and the, those problems will never end you don't have to matter each other through those problems you can live together for as long as you want uh, with all those problems it's an experience actually you're going through an experience of a relationship until you set it down at some stage I don't know how long it takes okay but otherwise as long as there is no mattering of each other then the relationship will always continue safely and peacefully this is Pumelo uh, to your guest is Chikoye how can I convince someone to love me when I don't have money and she doesn't have money as well thank you how <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my brother. The other guy just said, you know, they bought each other bananas and apples and oranges. Just, come on. I mean, this is like such a simple question. Linda, how, how is he going to get by? Maybe you can answer him. 
You know what? It, it is definitely a lot simpler when you are on an e- even equal playing footing. Field. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, you 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 don't ha- you don't need to be convincing this person that you're after anything but their heart. Yes. So you 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 really have the simplest task in the world. It's far more difficult. No, this one doesn't know. No, yeah. he doesn't know how to share Lanji. I think he's got other problems. <laughs> Maybe that's a conversation for another day, uh, my brother. If you if if you have a problem with somebody who is on an equal footing with you, then you know we need another workshop. We need another workshop. Linda, conference. your your par- your parting shot. <laughs> my parting shot. Um, really, honestly, it really does. This is character building. I heard some amazing things from the callers, but one thing really stood out for me, and that is sometimes even when you feel that you are being hard done by just because the person has more money than you, suck it up, all right? This person is doing something truly amazing for you. They're staying where so many others would not have stayed. If you feel a bit uncomfortable with being reminded that they have more money than you, grow up. (laughs) Let Let it go. Because the truth is, in the long run, you will vindicate yourself. In the long run, you will make it worth their while to have stayed with you because eventually you'll get back on your feet. I'm not even talking about you having the upper hand or having more money in the future or whatever. Just always know that money money isn't always a driving force behind relationships. You still need to be a good person, treat this person well, be loving, be kind, and the rest will take care of itself. Oh, thank you so much for that. Linda Ande Yende is the author of a book called Wake Up Woman and another one called Dear Uncle.